It's time for everybody's favorite show about the great state of Utah. It's the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, free defender of all that is woman, Jeremy, the daddest of dads, Jessica, producer extraordinaire, and Chris, pretend radio leader of the show. I don't know if that's going to stay. I feel like I have the least important title of anyone. Producer extraordinaire. Producer, yeah. I mean, I feel like dad us to the dads. No way. Dad There's jokes not... rule the world. <laughs> no, they don't. I'm they so do. happy you don't bring that fucking thing. I still got to bring it. No, no, you don't. <laughs> uh, this is episode 195 of the New Utah podcast. Um, I don't know if I'm going to keep that. It's just, funny. The I more like I it. hear it, I'm like, I don't want to fucking listen to this every single week. And if I'm sick of listening to it weekly, imagine what our listeners are going to face. It's be only been, with. what, two weeks now? This is the second week. week. I'm already tired of it. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. We can fix it. By we, you mean me? No. We can all help. We can, like, spend some extra time to record. Yeah, I don't... The the trick is writing the the actual intro script, I think. Because that was just kind of off the cuff. I recorded it a bunch of times and chopped them up and found the best ones. But I still don't think it's great. But that's me. Uh, that's, I strive for perfection. What can I say? So, um, <laughs> I, I do, we do have our, our challenge. Um, it's in a couple of weeks. Oh yeah. What is your challenge? Have you decided? We have. That's why I'm bringing it up. Okay. It is the best Cubans, which I'm not exactly thrilled about. How did, so if you're like one of the leaders of this, how did this get chosen? If this is not Cause that's what the that winner like. chose. Oh, uh, the winner chooses the next week's gotcha, thing. I didn't know that was the. And we the do loop. sometimes. My food mistress and I plant seeds, and we we try to push people in a direction. He's not a mistress. He, he is. is. He's been called that for weeks. He is my food mistress. I know, but it's not. He's not a mistress. It's, Isn't a mistress a woman? He's not my food mister. That's weird. That's it's a mistress. weird. Mistress is fine. And food bitch isn't quite. I don't know. It doesn't have the same <laughs> I don't ring. Know if I, can, I mean, we're pretty profane at times at the around the office, but I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> Your food bitch. <laughs> he does call me dummy. Oh. I think food mistress is better. I, yeah, I love it. Me too. Can you um, make him a name tag? A food mistress, you know, like a desk tag. He's got to wear it when he runs the errands to it find the things. It is too, Mister. That's still weird. Food mistress, dumb. Food mister sounds like someone that sprays you with pieces of food. Food mister. You know, like a mister with water, but with food. Or like Mr. Clean. Or maybe it mists the food Mr. so it stays food. moist. So like so those like spray a, thingers and the produce aisle? Yeah, yeah, that's a food mister. That is. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, not the same. Food yeah. Or like what they put on, you know, open-ended sushi bars so the sushi looks nice and moist. <laughs> they just mist it with mist. Water. I got you. Food mister. <laughs> yeah, mistress is better. Mistress. So, or mistress. So, Cubans, I'm assuming sandwiches, not cigars. Yeah, and definitely not the people. Uh, so, a Cuban sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> well, that took it to a whole, like, cannibal level right there. I know, right? The best Cuban. Mm. Antonio's good. <laughs> wow. I don't know what Cuban names are. <laughs> Cat Fidel. Fidel's a, a Cuban name. There you go. He's old, though. It's like jerky, dried jerky, jerky. with cancer. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you ate Fidel Castro, you'd have like tough jerky and then like you'd bite into a piece and it would explode in your mouth from like a, like a cancer. It gets stuck in your teeth. Oh, gross. <laughs> if it's old and tried up. Oh, that's, enough, that's enough cannibalism talk. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, um, 
Cubans are uh, what, like ham and pork, which is kind of redundant, but ham. It's yes. a pork. It's usually a pork, mm-hmm. and then ham, and then Swiss, mm-hmm. and pickles and mustard, mm-hmm. and that's really the basis of a Cuban. And you then, don't like mustard or pickles. That's why I'm not super happy about this challenge. I don't know how well I'm so going to So why are you going to go, though, for a good Cuban? I don't know. That's that's the next question. There is a, there is a, uh, like a Havana, there's like a Havana food truck. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I know for sure is I'm not going to be doing a lot of taste testing ahead of this one because I don't fucking care who wins. I'll be surprised if I don't just like. So leave you did say that else. you started to cook with mustard, so maybe I do. Maybe I use mustard a lot, but I still don't think like mustard on something is great. My problem is mustard is so overpowering of a flavor. Like as soon as it goes on something, that's all you taste, and then pickles are just fucking a waste of a shitty vegetable. So <laughs> it's just because you don't like cucumbers or pickled things. I'm I not a big pickles. fan of pickled anything. So there are, you know, there are takes on Cubans that are not the traditional Cuban that have like pickled onions, maybe, which Does I like. Does that count? Sure. If it's called a Cuban, it's going to count. There you go. Look. Well, I make you a PB&J and call it Cuban hand, do you? <laughs> Look, there have been some really loose things brought uh, under the guise of bullshit. So, <laughs> yes, it counts. And then we'll see how the voting weighs out. That's all I can say about that. So anyway, I'm excited to um, get this month over and done with so we can do something that Some doesn't pe- taste like shit and much. Fade. Yeah, I'm not a Cuban fan, so we'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll bring I'll bring my A game, which is whatever my friends that like Cubans tell me is a good place to go, which maybe Grove is the place. But I do have to go to Grove, and that's far away. Why well, always end up- Go to Orem! Yeah, I know. That's my problem. I always end up picking places that are like fucking downtown. Grove is like 10 or, minutes or, from your work. Isn't Grove like fucking 17th in Maine? Yeah. That's not 10 minutes from my work. That's oh, wait, at least sorry, 15. 15. At least 15 and at least 15 I can back. get that's to Ruby Snap in 15 minutes. I can probably get there in 10, but that's not the point. If I, get pulled, if I get pulled home. <laughs> Does Moochie's do it? You say let's race. <laughs> I've been in a car with you, you grandma driver. You do not speed. Uh, that's because I drive down 5600 West and every light. Does, does Moochies do a Cuban? Because Moochies no. does other I doubt it. things well. I'm going to Google this. Who has the best Cuban? There is a food. Salt. There is like a Havana food truck that drives around the valley somewhere. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called Havana Truck or something. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure they have a really stellar Cuban. If you want a good Cuban, you go to the people that only make Cuban food. So Not like Arby's. It is called Havana Eats. Uh, maybe I should fucking get I uh, bet Arby's has a Cuban. You can go. Hey, wait. <laughs> You can go to Bocata. <laughs> Could be just a fucking sham. I think Fillings and Emulsions actually has a Cuban They thing. do. He does. Yes. That's so, correct. I think it'd be funny if you went to Arby's. That would be fucking great. <laughs> Maybe I should, because that's like right around the corner from the office. And that'd be even funnier if it won. Just roll in with, we gotta figure out like how to, like do we get two Cubans? Like how many people are gonna be involved? So we gotta figure those details out because Unlike some of the other stuff, Cubans, like, you bring in one sandwich, and it's not big enough to actually have... To Did you know there's still a Quiznos that's open in Salt Lake? I thought they all closed. There's still a Quiznos? Yeah. Remember that horrible <laughs> Quiznos commercials, the upside-down face, and they'd yell at you? Those, those were my favorite. Yeah, like the hamster things? Yeah. 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 Quiznos was a good sandwich place in the world sandwich places. So but. maybe maybe fillings and emulsions can be yours. Steven Stevens. Steven here, Stevens. Makes a good uh-huh. one. Potbelly Sandwich Shop. Potbelly's real close to the office too. And Knickerbocker's Deli. Ah, fuck that guy. 
Is that close to us at work, huh? Oh, it's not. It's up in Knudsen's Corner. Oh, this is on Riverfront Parkway in South Jordan. Oh, maybe he moved, but fuck that guy. What happened okay. to all the Schlotzky's? The owner of that place is a dick. Schlotzky's oh, you could familiar. do Caputo's. Caputo's could make yeah, you also, one. Also, fucking far away. Would you stop <laughs> suggesting places downtown? <laughs> I'll do the run for you. Feldman's Deli. Is there I, actually, I actually thought about Feldman's. That is there anywhere in Tooele or maybe Park City? That... Stop. <laughs> well, you gotta be a dick, dude. You know a provost's not gonna have anything, so. That's true. Where where would all the Cubans live? Pro- look, there's probably, probably one out here. There's probably one in my neighborhood. Probably. I wonder if Big Sir makes a Cuban. That would be good, like a Cuban torta. I See, if you do. got creative like that, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. It doesn't so have to be like... Bo- that's why fillings and emulsions might be good, because it would be like a like a Cuban meat pie or something. Stupid. Yeah. So then I yes, Big Torta Sir 39 has... A Cuban? Yeah, that's listed on the top 10, so. All right. Well, there we go. There you go. There you go. Have you guys had tacos, like street tacos yet? Should we see what the no, calendar is? I, I, saw, I saw a commercial for some this morning, and I was like, oh, man, Chris needs to add that. They need to add that to their it, list. It for has been discussed. It has been discussed. Because whatever that place was looked delicious. Best place I've had still. We should do a mocha head day. But Ooh, yeah. What? Yeah. So we did we didn't we did today, so now we gotta do tomorrow forward. Tomorrow is the nineteenth is chocolate mint day. Chocolate mint day. <gasps> That's my favorite. Lash day. Lash day. Lash day, like lashing out or like my uh, eyelashes. Both. Vet girls rock day. Vet, vet girls rock. Like veterans? Or like That animal seems like care. it would be better in November. No, I think animal care girls. What well hold on, what? Twentieth. Cherry pie day. Cherry, cherry pie, pie day on the 20th. Warrant, cherry pie. And on. love your pet day. That's every day. Uh, the 21st, so Friday, is caregiver's day. Caregiver's day on Friday. Grain-free day. Grain-free on Friday. And sticky bun day. Ooh, Wait, sticky what, bun what day. day. Wait, you sticky have grain-free and sticky bun on the same day? That uh, seems contradictory. Saturday is California day, because I guess they use it every day. They do. Cook the sweet Hey, hold on. When's Whoa. cherry pie day? I just hold on. Just <laughs> a second. No, you gotta wait a second. Hold on. Just keep going. Okay. Wait. So you said hold on, wait a second, and then you said keep going. Hey, you know what? I don't want to hear it from any of you. Ooh, Saturday's margarita day. Sunday, banana bread day. <laughs> <laughs> so when is cherry pie day? Thursday, people, is Cherry Pie Day in just a short day. <laughs> Jeremy's missing the rad tunes. That's his fault. That is all his fault. <laughs> Whatever you made him get up. What? Banana bread day. I can't eat banana bread anymore. I've become allergic to bananas. That doesn't mean the rest of us can't. Say the dog biscuits. <laughs> you can eat dog biscuits. Thanks, Jeremy. And tile day. You can eat tiles. No, no. No, you cannot celebrate that fucking day. Next Monday, tortilla chip day. Ooh. Yes, tortilla chip day on Monday. Yes. Next Tuesday, chocolate covered nut day. Well, I chocolate like chocolate co- covered I don't like nuts. Co- I don't like nuts. You know, you, when you do this next week, you should probably grab that mic because no one can hear you. What's mm. Saturday? Saturday? What day no. is clam chowder day? <gasps> oh, clam Tuesday? chowder day. Next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. So should I make clam chowder for you guys? Tuesday. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. It's Mardi Gras. Spa Day USA. Woo-hoo, it is Mardi Gras. Spa Day USA. Mardi Gras. Okay, yes, next week when I do, do the update, I will grab Do you make regular clam chowder, Manhattan clam chowder? Uh, Manhattan clam chowder is not clam chowder. 
Is that I was the one just with asking? It's red. It's it's red fucking one. tomato based bullshit. Let's put some clams and some fucking tomato juice. It doesn't and have corn soup. as well. Like, no, it's fucking gross. Whoa! You just go to the West Coast Chris and have chipino. Like tomatoes. I don't mind tomatoes, but don't fucking call it clam chowder. It's not a chowder. It's chowder. It's not a chowder. Chowder. It's, it's a fucking tomato based bullshit. If you want something like that, <laughs> go to the Northwest. Go to like San Francisco and get a bowl of chipino. Which is like one of the best fucking dishes ever. I love that. Stuff. Instead of it, V8 with some clams floating in it. Yeah, it's gross, man. <laughs> That's basically what it that is. That visual was awesome. Just crack a can it's of like the clams in and... Alice in Wonderland that sing with the little bottles. It's actually so Manhattan clam chowder is just clamato. Yeah, out. I was gonna say that sounds like clamato to me. It's fucking gross. Just Ugh. add some vodka and drink it. No, no, there's only one kind of clam chowder. It's creamy and delicious and full of potatoes, but not and too clams. many potatoes. A lot of extra clams. Also, that's the problem with clam chowder in general. People don't put enough clams in it. I usually put like three or four cans of clams in a single pot of clam chowder. It's like I have oyster. It's chowder? like pork and beans. You're lucky if you get the one little piece of pork in, in a whole can of pork and beans. You're not fucking eating it for the pork, Jeremy. You're eating it for the beans. <laughs> the, the, the fat is just cooked with the beans. That's just a cube of fat, by the way. That's not. I mean, it's pork fat, but it's just fat. <laughs> a pork belly. What? It's not any different. Well, yeah, it's bacon, but it's really the fatty part of bacon. No if you make your own it. baked beans, what? I'm the fatty part of bacon. So no one's no one's mad about that. Uh, I'm mad about just the cubes of fat in pork and beans. Have you ever eaten them cold? They're not good. <laughs> Why are you eating them cold? Because <laughs> you eat pork and beans cold. You fucking open the can and put a spoon in it. Well, you put it on toast. I, what? <laughs> fucking put it on toast. <laughs> yeah. That's what the Brits do. What the fuck? No, they fucking eat toast with it, but they don't put it on toast. Yeah. Cool that. No. Get on your Google I machine. I have seen train spotting. <laughs> they don't put it on the toast. They just eat the toast with it. They do lots of crazy things in like train a, spotting. You know what, though? I do like a full English. Yeah, like diving into a toilet to retrieve a pill of heroin. Yeah. Oh, that's the most disgusting scene ever. <laughs> it's so fucking gross. <laughs> and then they make it like all nice and like... Trippy, and he realizes he's in a fucking toilet that he just <laughs> shit in to retrieve a pill. It's disgusting. It's really that gross. Was... <laughs> uh, so, speaking of, it's primary ballot time. Yep, I voted. I don't. I don't know who to vote for. I'm not feeling it, but I do have to say I signed up to RSVP to go see Mayor Pete. Um, he came to town, but unfortunately, I was too sick. So I couldn't go, but now I have received at least 10 emails every day and <laughs> phone calls. You know, my fucking phone keeps getting blown up from text messages of candidates. Oh, that too. Yeah. So I started sending the, there's a gif of um, Michael Keaton <laughs> and he's like, how, how about no? <laughs> so and that's I, what I just I, said back. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind. I pretty much just ignore them. I'm not going to donate to a random person's campaign. They're not random. It's like Bernie Sanders and campaign. Bloomberg. I got. I've gotten both Bernie and Bloomberg. <sighs> I'm so fucking tired of hearing <laughs> Bloomberg's ads in this fucking. Town. How did you get my information? I'm not affiliated. Bloomberg's ads have been running nonstop on the fucking radio, I and I don't even get it. Like he's not even a contender. He needs to give up. He's joining pretty late, which, I mean, I guess could be an advantage because all the people that peaked way too early, but this is looking more and more like a Pete and Bernie race the closer we get to Super Tuesday. So, uh, And it is it is time to vote, so you should have your primary ballots. 
you need to get them sent in by some date. I don't know. Well, off the top of my oh, head. I might, I might mine's, mine's sitting upstairs because I truly haven't decided. The other thing is the ballots have like 20 names on them, and yeah. almost all of them are gone. Like, there's only a handful left in yep. the race. So, but that's because the ballots get printed early mm-hmm. and then people drop out as it gets Ta-da! closer and closer. So, but this is the first general election. <laughs> I never mailed it. <laughs> this is the first general election where we're Utah moved up because we didn't actually fucking matter. By the time Utah had a primary, it didn't matter. The, the electoral system was won. You have to have your ballot postmarked on or before March 2nd. So before Super Tuesday, which is March 3rd. So you got. About a two weeks, not quite. Or two you weeks. can, or you can go to the polls. So I, I will. I'll probably, I might even wait until after uh, next Tuesday, after today, maybe next week. Next week is. Uh, well, of course, you'll wait until after today because today's already happened. Yeah, but I mean, isn't next week like South Carolina and stuff, or is that this week? I can't no, it's not that this, is this week. weekend. Yeah, so I might wait until Until after that to see who's left standing. So much for that. (laughs) Um, What? (laughs) You didn't? I didn't make it on time. January 21st oh, is the deadline. <laughs> oh. I, so I, I don't know yet. I'm torn. I don't know who to vote for yet. It is cool to see uh, Buttigieg actually come here. Um, I heard that. It this was is his second time here. A good. It was a good turnout, but it was a really crappy location, and he didn't show up till like 90 minutes after he was supposed to. Other than that, it was really awesome. Yeah, because he was busy talking to the people that matter. Jenny Wilson has put her support behind him, and so has Sim Gill. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, there's another big prominent mayor. Um, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> who the fuck's the mayor of Salt Lake County? I don't know. What? Why can't I? God damn it! I gotta look it up. The mayor. Of Salt I just Lake read County. it and I forgot. I don't remember things. My brain is broken. I'm, my brain's really broken today. I, I had a, a few, no. My not, brain's not, just always no, broken. No, Jenny Wilson's Salt Lake County. Who's Salt Lake City? Aaron Mendenhall. Aaron Mendenhall. That's the other one. Um, see, this is why I couldn't think of it because it wasn't Jenny. <laughs> I got you. Aaron Mendenhall has also thrown her support behind Buttigieg. So we which, know how we feel about Sim. So I just wonder: can he get? Can can Buttigieg get elected against Trump? Because he is gay. And right. I don't want that to be a thing. Heaven forbid. But it's absolutely a thing. It well, that's is, yeah. That's the yeah. It and a lot be, of people have an issue with how young he is. I don't have an issue with how young he is. Which surprises me because the other people are like ancient. And well, if you want to buck the establishment, the way you do it is not by electing a fucking sixty-year-old dude. Um, I'm pretty sure he's like seventy something. Yeah. But he, like, that's how, and Bernie's even fucking No, that's what I was talking about. Oh, no, but like Trump. Trump's old. Yeah. No, I know. So I Mm. I don't, the way you buck the establishment is by electing someone that's, Like when JFK was made president and he was the youngest president ever. Yeah. Like, that's that's the way you can buck the establishment. Freaked people out. But I don't, I I do worry about that. Also, he was Catholic. That freaked a lot of people out. That's true. I'd hope the, I'd hope the... That didn't play a role, but I'm pretty sure it would play a role. And you better believe Trump would talk that shit up in his rallies. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I'm, he already does. Yeah, I mean and, that's and and I don't know, like with with Sanders. Sanders is fucking old, and I think I love I just Sanders. Think that he like yells all the time. <laughs> but I think Sanders is. I think Sanders is way too far left to be elected. I don't think he could pull moderates from from dumbass. Is the problem? I think he's so far left, and he's. I, I'm. 
glad that he's as outspoken and left as he is, but he's he's like Jim DeBacchus in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the thing that worries me is the Democrats can't put it together and that Trump's going to win again. Yeah, it's not looking like there's oh, a strong enough contender. Win. And that's I, four years of unbridled fucking him doing whatever he wants is what worries me. Um, He just pardoned. Um, what's his face? Um, oh, Rod with a weird last name who was like criminal, like. Ron Perlman? No. (laughs) Ron Perlman, that's who it was. Why can't I think of his name? Um, anyways, basically like everything, like fraud and. The King of Chicago meets? Um, no. Abe? Abe Froman? No. (laughs) The governor. Oh, Blagojevich? Yeah. How the fuck do you pardon that guy? He was found guilty of... Commutes. He's been commuted. Oh, that just means his sentence was... He was done. Yeah. He did it to like 13 people today. Rob Rob Blagojevich, that fucking dude. Like, if you're corrupt enough to get taken to court, found guilty, sentenced to prison while in office of fucking corruption and to commute his sentence, are you kidding me? Well, because... If he does that, then it just makes everything more normal that he got. Well, it's just, it's all the other shit that's gone on in the Justice Department. It's, it's a little ridiculous. So basically, if you have the Trump's problem back. The problem is, is it's not. It's becoming very normal. Yeah. If you have Trump's back, he's going to pardon you. I mean, it is becoming more and more like a fascist state where you have a. Did you. This is how dictators are did formed. Did you watch that link I sent you? That opinion piece from... I watched part of it. I can only handle so much super left-wing bullshit. And I'm not saying it was total bullshit, but it's just, to me, watching stuff... It was three minutes long. (laughs) I was fucking busy today. She's just dismissing me now. She's mad. (laughs) Yeah, because you're like Connor. I can only listen to... It was three minutes. I didn't ask you to read a 30-minute thing, but you sent me like a 12-page article and was like, well, you didn't get a chance to read that? Next is an informative article. <laughs> wow. She's so mad at me now. <laughs> I did not get to watch it all. But I like I don't watch My point is you probably you probably opened it and went, Oh, this is gonna be long and boring and stupid and closed it. No, I listened to about a minute of it and then I was like, Okay, it's a history lesson on fascism. But it was just it was. interesting the comparisons that, that they were making. And then at the end he just basically says Don't get complacent. That's how all of these people take advantage of it is everybody just gets used to it. They're just, they get so bombarded by it that it just becomes the way it is and it feels like it can't ever be changed. And before you know it, they've taken over. So it's just saying, don't let that happen. Keep remembering that the things that are happening shouldn't be happening and they're not normal. Yeah. You do it for eight years though. It becomes very normal. <laughs> uh we haven't we're like talking about the primary but we haven't even gotten to your bees yet jeremy so the bees are still alive how do, are, how do you know i checked again did you open the thing nope just the window and you could see them mm-hmm. he knocked and he was like Hello, so they, bees. they migrate over to in front of the glass yeah they wave they're if like, you open up and leave it open for a few minutes i'm sure it's the light they see the light and they kind of head towards it you're like you're like put them on the glass bitches that's right let's see it so they're alive it's and like well. Bugs life. There's enough of them. You think they're going to be fine? 
That's still <laughs> that's still yet to be seen. But if they're still but, there, if they're still there in like mid February, there's got to be enough of them. I'm hoping so. So so if all goes well, the queen bee will start kicking in probably within the next month when we start getting to where we're maintaining the 50s. So in the winter, they winterize the queen, right? They surround her, keep her yep. warm. So how long does a queen last? How long does she live? In the wild, like three to five years. And then when she passes away, they just make a new They'll queen. They'll make a new one, yeah. right. In a natural hive that's not being messed with by people. Yeah, they'll just create it. Actually, what they'll do is they'll create two or three, and then they'll have a battle royale, and the winner takes all, because they'll I'd kill like the others. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see a queen bee fight. That would be fun. Because the one that kills the others <laughs> is the winner. <laughs> so, like, when they go to, do you know when they go to, like, create, like, bee colonies for people to buy, like, at IFA, how do they do that? Bee magic. It's <laughs> it's in a controlled environment. Typically, it's in a huge warehouse, so it's controlled. So they'll 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 create queens. That that's all there is is queens in queen cells, and then they'll they'll have just massive hives. So they're just pulling the queen cells out of the hives mm-hmm. and separating them before they open. Yep, and just let the bees continue to make queens over and over yep. again. Yep. So like- the queen you get was. Most likely had nothing to do with the bees you got. Yeah, sure. So the bees are coming out of one. So they just grab a bunch of bees and stick it in with the queen and just let the bees uh-huh. sit in the box. And as yep. the queen's, the old queen's pheromones go away, the bees just become. Yep. So these bees, the bee producers that sell them are similar to like these massive chicken farms in that you've got just thousands of them in a huge facility. So these bee producers, it's the same way. Just scoop a bucket of bees up. Throw just them. a weather-controlled, tons of hives. I should do a lot more research and see exactly how. I mean, I know the concept, but I think it'd be kind of cool to see. Like, yeah. I wonder if they've ever done a documentary on it. I'm sure they I have. Know, that'd be kind of cool. Done a documentary on everything. That'd be kind of cool. So along with the bees, I found a cool article about the University of Utah. Yeah, from the future, right? From February 22nd? <laughs> I know. I was, I was so excited because it was. I saw the February. I'm like, oh, cool. So the University of Utah got a grant to start three hives. Um, but then after I, I got through reading it, I realized this was last year that they got the grant. However, Bree did find a little bit of a follow-up story that it's still working. So two of the hives are the uh, – they're not drip hives. What are they called? Flow hives. Flow hives. And we talked about this quite a while ago. Yeah, like right when we first started, we'd found this like cool hive Kick- I found on, on Kickstarter. There was this Australian company that made this hive that um, basically you just you turn a knob and it cracks the co- honeycomb and you can open a valve and it just pours yeah, down. And right. You, just, you turn the knob back and the honeycomb's back in place. Yeah. So, so they got two of those and then a, a standard hive and then they set it up in such a way that you can see it from inside one of the buildings. So... So they didn't do it originally for research, but now they can use it as research. So that's so they like cool. set it up against a glass wall or something, basically against a window, for lack of a better term. But that way you can see year round what the beehive is doing. So I thought it was really cool, and I'm hoping with all of the bee issues that they're doing research. Well, that would so be really good. They were they were put in and in place in April of 2019, so in a couple months it'll have been a year, and I, I wonder if we'll be able to find some more articles start, about it. Yeah, start doing their findings, because 
with bee collapse, hive collapse and all of these issues going on. And it's like getting to be like a real serious problem. It's been a real serious problem for a while. Yeah. Like colony collapse is a serious issue. Well, like when we talked, when we talked to Knight, uh, honey last year or two years ago, two years ago, two years ago think, at yeah. the, and he said, Oh yeah, my hives, you're lucky if they, if they winter. That is not good. Yeah. That's really crazy that the hives out in the outdoors don't winter. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. So but like you've, you've experienced it. Like you, oh yeah. last three years, you've had to get new bees pretty much, right? Yeah. So yeah, fingers crossed all goes well. This will be the first year in quite a few years that I haven't had to. And then you're on the risk of they still get part way into the season and die off, but it's, it's all a risk. Yeah. That but happens. It's cool that the University of Utah is doing that and hopefully they can, they can like really get into it and find some research and, Try to find some answers. I realize they're not gonna they're not gonna answer the world's bee problem, but if they can at least figure out Utah and give suggestions, well, or, I'm sure they can make some headway into the world problem, right? To, yeah, figure out what what we can do to help our bee situation here in Utah. Jess, Chris, there's some events on here. There is. So the they, first and most important are there any good is ones? that. Jojo Rabbit came out on DVD today. <laughs> what? <laughs> How is that important? Because it is. Because I, I said it is. I saw Ford versus Ferrari this it's weekend. Good, is huh? that good? Is that it's good? So good? Oh my yeah. gosh, it's great. I as soon as I I went after work one day, and I was probably one of the youngest people in the theater. Um, but just like hearing people's reactions to it, and I la- like the sound alone on that film is incredible i'm not a car person at all like i don't give a shit about cars that was a great movie mm-hmm. but it's okay. all about fucking cars and it's based off true events yeah uh-huh. it's based off yeah. the true story yep. of of the of ford building the shelby cobra mustang to beat ferrari at how, the race wonder how ferrari felt when they're like we we freaking partnered with fiat over this <laughs> what the hell man well and it's interesting like they don't say in the movie at all like a Shelby Cobra Mustang. Mm-hmm. But you see the hints throughout the movie because it's clearly the Ford Mustang. And they talk about the GT quite a bit. Yeah, uh, that's that's was the yeah. the model. I, th- I think that the most incredible thing, and I, it was because if you think when this happened, I mean, they're doing it now much quicker and much more efficiently. But to see that they created a system to change the brakes on the track, like that to me was one of my most favorite oh, parts cool of the film. Hell. It was yeah. cool as hell. Yeah. Because like, the brakes, the brakes were burning up, so they had to figure like out. Literally a way. starting on fire, yeah. glowing through the. It was awesome. <laughs> like the rotors were lighting yeah. up, like the metal. So you should watch it. It's interesting though to think like I didn't realize like racing back then was like twenty four hours. Like I they think had, it's the only twenty four hour race. No, because Daytona was twenty four hours at the same time. Yeah, not on the same day, but yeah. It was, no, no, no. But I mean, like year, like the year that that happened. Yeah, that's what I got the impression was like the races they were running were all day long races where I they were switching out drivers. Think I think so. it was the only twenty four. I think hour it was one. just Le Mans. I thought they were all. I don't know, but it was a good movie. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Yeah, well, they it's, were like well, taking. It's not like you shit. drive a solid. Well, they 24. don't, and and they switch out drivers throughout the throughout so the, the race. Itself so runs for the whole mm-hmm. twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was just the. But <laughs> I don't know. Good. That's. I thought it was. Uh, I, cool. I got the impression it was all of them. No, it was. It was. I didn't think that I would like it. All my coworkers, of course, being car people, were like, "Oh no, you're gonna love it," and I really did. It ended up being 
above some of the other um, Oscar Best Picture nominated films that I watched. So, but anyways, yeah, Jojo Rabbit is out on DVD today, so now everyone can watch it. Uh, <laughs> so I have some um, very exciting news. Oh, first I need to talk about the Mardi Gras party at Mountain West Cider, which um, happens on the 25th. Free plastic baby with every bottle of cider. Yes. Um, which that, is pretty much, I don't think between that's Jess true, and I, I think we could probably supply the whole state with, with babies because you have to buy them in like bulk. Yeah. You can't just buy one little baby, one little teeny tiny plastic baby. Will, will you look at this dog? I cannot move my chair. So I have a very exciting news and this is a whole entire website. Once upon a time, a long time ago, we talked about ski joring. Does anybody remember that conversation? Uh, <laughs> no, the, the I read an article about that it. Today. The horses pull. The skiers oh, behind yeah. them, and it uh, used to be yeah. an Olympic event, I believe. And it's weird and stupid. Oh, it's back, you guys. And <laughs> they got to do something up at Soldier Hollow on the twenty first and twenty second. Um, they are having an event. Is that where and, it's at? Um, I'm finding out for you on this website. Well, is not moving as fast as I hoped it was. I, I, I read an article totally, about it today. It's totally soldier up at Soldier Hall. <laughs> yes. So, um, it's pretty much awesome. I was really excited that it's back. Um, and it's only $15 if you want to be a spectator. So that's awesome. And it's not going to be snowy. So. <laughs> So that's going to make for a great fucking. No, race. I mean, like, you don't have to sit in snow on the bleachers. I'm the sure there'll be snow up in Hebrew. So, you know, I know we had our snow episode already, but we, we were talking today about, so we have um, icebreakers in some of our meetings at work, and basically they're to reset your brain. And one of the questions was, what the <laughs> fond winter memory you have? And one of the ladies today in the meeting was like, well, you know, I just remember back when I was a kid, like, it was a winter was snow. Like mm-hmm. it would snow in October or November and it'd be snow and it would ground. be snow on the ground until late spring. Mm-hmm. Like that snow just never went away. And now she's like, we didn't have rain in the valley in the winter. And I remember like in the late eighties and early nineties, like in Wyoming, there was snow all winter. It didn't rain. Right. And I don't think it rained a lot here. Cause even when I first moved down here, it didn't rain in the winter. It snowed. Right, and there's snow on the ground for three, four solid months. And now, unless you live in my house, you don't have snow all year. We we have, like, glaciers forming in our yard, so. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was interesting. It was a big <coughs> climate change thing there, but. What was your favorite winter memory? I don't have a lot of good winter memories. My favorite one was the Christmas that my mom and dad and grandparents and aunts and everything went in on a Nintendo Oh, I remember that. 13-inch color TV. I mean, not personally, but... Dial Gloria. We didn't know each other back then. Uh, (laughs) You could have been my babysitter, though. You guys, I feel like I've let our listeners down. This is the fourth annual, which means it's been going as long as our podcast. (laughs) I think that's probably why we talked about it before. (laughs) No, because we were talking about uh, old old past Olympic sports. Yeah, I think so. So this says support local competitors and come watch horse, cowboy, skier, and rope combine for an adrenaline-fueled snow race. Adrenaline. So if that doesn't sell you, I don't know what will. It so. probably didn't, and it probably did not sell our listeners. I, I'd go. <laughs> uh, so also, 
I've been talking about it for like a month. The All You Can Eat Raclette, the February 28th, is sold out. But there are still tickets through Eventbrite. All you have to do is search All You Can Eat Raclette. Uh, tickets are $30. And there is another one on March 26th. Harmon's has started carrying raclette cheese. Yeah, now, I noticed now that. Now all I need is a fucking burner. I need the machine. Do you put them you out have of a broiler. Business. You have a broiler in the oven. No, it's not the same. It's not the same. You need the knife Nope. thing, whatever. No, you could broil it just the same way half a wheel in the oven and you broil it and you pull it out and hold it with like a oven mitt mm-hmm. and uh, scrape the cheese off. So then why did you all go now? No, nope. because... I didn't the, go nope. The heater is cooler. It is cooler because then I can stick oh, someone's... it's cooler, but you can still do it in your oven. Yeah. Okay, we're doing it. That's okay. what we're having this week. Getting half a wheel of cheese. Fuck yeah. I'm going to buy a whole wheel and cut it in half. I'm going to waste $200 to make a fucking awesome sandwich. The best sandwich ever. And there's no way I would eat that cheese before it was no good. Cheese come off. Then I can, then I can just go give it to. They're like, I didn't use this here. I don't think Abby and Zara would appreciate that. They just throw it in the garbage because they couldn't use it. I'm really excited for them to come back because I want to hear They might about take their it trip. home and use it, but they can't use it on the truck. That's against health code, probably. Yeah, because you don't have Because it's sat on your counter for three or four days. And I have yeah. cats. Yeah, I mean, I would just leave it out. <laughs> totally just leave it out on the fucking counter, too. <laughs> just brush the hair off. You'll be fine. Okay. I have two other events. So. <laughs> have you seen my house after, like, six hours? <laughs> it's like hair pasted to There's the so cheese. so many fucking animals. <laughs> okay. Um... So the 28th is, uh, you remember we had um, Jude come to visit us, and she is the director of the End of Life, the HELD um, program. And so she's doing an introductory class on the 28th, um, just about like what an End of Life doula does. Um, it's not really for her program. It's just more for people to be educated about what they do. You can listen to more of her on episode 163. And I totally forgot to write down where the event is at, so I'll post it. Um, and then finally, uh, back to talking about local people that are offering classes. Clever Octopus is always doing super fun classes. They just did a patch making one and they have a needle felting class on the 29th. Is that, that with that big thingy that Chris isn't allowed to use? Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, it's $25 and it's a three hour class. So, that would be super fun to do. Needle filter. Unless you're Chris. Hey. Chris could have They fun. told him on the show he's not allowed to use they, it. They did tell it's me been that. A while. It's been a while. Maybe they'll no, they take don't, it back. You don't forget something like that. That's like knowing Jeffrey Dahmer eats people and then inviting him over. <laughs> like, you just don't do no, it. No, you can invite him over. Just you don't just don't want to go to his anything. house. Yeah. You're like, no, no, man. Just bring yourself. You're cool. We're, we're going to have barbecue <laughs> pig. We're going to cook a pig for you to eat. It's close to human. What? That's what they say. She keeps looking at me. Like, That's what I think every time I eat ham. I'm like, hmm, this could be someone's ass. <laughs> <laughs> if I, uh, I'm gonna smoke some uh, some pork butt this weekend. Be like, hey, you know, that's just oh, you know my favorite bodybuilder shoulder right there. It's Karen. That's what it's like. You just cook that. <laughs> it's Karen. No, nah, I don't think Karen would make good anything. Maybe bacon. Karen's probably got good belly fat. Bacon. Mmm, Karen Bacon. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Karen, Karen Bacon. <laughs> that might, can, you I, make a, can you make a Karen meme? Karen Bacon is like Kevin Bacon's sister. It? No, 
Karen bacon is the kind of it's like microwave bacon. You don't really it's not really <laughs> microwave good. bacon or like the pre cooked bacon that you can find. Uh, She's like uh, the stepsister of Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's stepsister, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking stepsister no one wants. Aww. <laughs> the one that keeps that gets locked in the basement down in Tokerville. Oh, <laughs> that was a bathroom. How come you missed oh, seventh, eighth, right. and ninth grade? I was in the basement. Like that, those people in California. Karen was probably the name of all three of their kids. <laughs> I had like seven. So. <laughs> Karen with the short leg. <laughs> Karen with the short leg. Karen with a limp. Karen with a lisp. Come here, please. <laughs> all the Karens. <laughs> Unibrow Karen, come here. <laughs> just, fucking, just like features of them. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyways. Karen on the spectrum, I need you here. That's all of them. The seven that live in the basement, they've got to be on the spectrum if they're being kept in the basement. Oh, I don't even think to say that one. <laughs> I mean, I think you would develop some some pure psychosis being locked in a basement with six siblings named Karen for and, half a year. And all life. the brothers are Jake, like Jake from Steak Farm. From Steak Farm? From State Farm. He sounds hideous. <laughs> Have you seen I like Steak Farm way better. <laughs> Have you seen the new the new commercials? Yeah, they switched Jake out. He got fired, I guess. No, he's still there. He talked to the other Jake. So there's the two Jakes. Jakes there's, are friends now? There's, well, there's the white Jake from the original commercials, and then they did a crossover commercial where there's a dude sitting next to him in a cube farm. He's like, do they ask you what you're wearing? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I haven't uh, seen this khakis. Camera. I haven't either. And he's he's got a coffee cup, and it says Jake, but he's not the same Jake. It's a black dude. Oh, yep, Jake Spencer. Is that like my two Sams? But it's my two. And Jakes. now, my and now they Jakes. play that commercial, and there's a black Jake that says oh. uh, khakis, and she still says he sounds hideous. Yep. She sounds hideous. Yep. <laughs> So well, because the rest of the commercial is the same. Yeah, it's the same exactly. couple. They're doing the same thing. Maybe same I didn't commercial. see it. Though. I only saw the last the half exact of it exact same then. commercial. They just swapped out. Yeah, but they did. Like, I, Maybe it was during the Super Bowl. They did a crossover commercial where I bet that's what they were was. sitting in like a cube farm, and the dude's like, uh, khakis. And then the new Jake turns to him and says, do they ask you what you're wearing? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so he turns around. He's got a coffee cup that says Jake. And he's like, uh, khakis. So, so Jake and Karen... Fuck. Oh man! I feel bad for people that are named Karen. I really do. Their name was fine until about ten years ago. I have an aunt. No, it's Karen. like a month ago, like no. two months ago. I, my mom's Memes name have was been Karen. Out longer than that. I have an aunt whose name's Karen. God damn it, Karen! <laughs> I gotta fucking ruin everything. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> uh, speaking of not having nice things, um, <laughs> so Jeremy, you were you were in Harriman when the dog died. I was. So, uh, was it when he died or just like no, when the they service. started the memorial thing? The memorial service. Oh, oh. So, Hondo, a canine officer in Harriman City. I wonder if they knew about the SWAT character. Um, probably the John Wayne movie. Because if you, if you get a name after somebody, the John Wayne. Well, there's a, there's a, a show is on it? TV called SWAT, and the main character is a SWAT. The SWAT leader is Hondo. His name's Hondo. Maybe it's named after a character in Kill Bill. Isn't there a Hondo in Kill Bill? I don't know. Why are you saying Kill Bill instead of Kill Bill? I said Kill Bill. Because he lives in Utah. That is so weird. You were accenting that really strangely. I just, how you say it, it's Kill Bill. So, so anyway, so um, we were at, we were actually at the Harriman City building while this was going on a little bit. They had the, the the news there. They had his truck out front and the the memorial. 
So last week, um, the Hondo and his, his handler were working with U.S. Marshals uh, on a surveillance operation, and uh, the dog was killed in the line of duty. Um, it's the It says, you know, while we're sad that this happened and while we think of him as another officer, his sacrifice did exactly what it was meant to do, which was all of the human officers went home safely that night. So as sad as it is... Um, that's like he saved a lot canines. of lives and the, the, all the treats that people are donating, they're going to donate to the humane society. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. So kind of sad news. Sorry to bring shit down. Uh, we'll bring it right back up by talking about, um, cruising in the Asian <laughs> Pacific Ocean. <laughs> so my, my coworker is leaving for Thailand this week. Whoa. And one of my other coworkers are like, aren't you scared? Uh, and she was like, mm, no. Because they were supposed to stop over in China, but they changed their plans. Yeah, I'd be I'd be more scared. Like China and Taiwan don't really get along. No, There's, Thailand. Oh, Thailand. Going to Thailand. Well, yeah, it's eh, not a lot of border security. So I'm not gonna lie. the The trip to India that's coming up in a couple of months for me, I'm I'm watching the spread of this virus pretty closely because. But they hold. They would hold you back, though. They wouldn't let you go. I wouldn't let me go. I would put the kibosh on it. I have control over that shit. Uh, Shut that shit down. So the article that I saw online about this, they just showed a cruise ship, but they happened to show a princess cruise ship. I don't know. It is the Diamond Princess. Oh, it is. There's actually there's actually two ships that are quarantined. (laughs) So the Diamond Princess has been sitting in Japan in port for a couple of weeks now. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was quarantined when a couple passengers coming off the ship uh, had to ended up testing positive for the coronavirus. One of them is Utah from Utah. There's actually two Utah couples. Well, I know, but one of the ones that tested positive is one of the Utah people. Oh, yeah. I know, I, I didn't know that there were two couples, but I know that this one lady tested positive from Utah and her husband came to either Texas or California. I don't know which base he went to to stay here for two weeks, but she's still in Japan quarantined because she doesn't have any symptoms, but she's got a yes. positive result. Well, and they're, and they, they say that virus takes about two weeks to incubate. So they've had this whole ship quarantine. Everyone's confined to their own rooms, which, I mean, if you have a balcony, it's not the end of the world, I guess. Oh, but an interior. You but if you're an inside nuts. cabin, you can't fight. There's no daylight and you get to go out like they're letting them out on deck for like an hour at a time. I've got cabin fever. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I've got to do. <laughs> and how and how effective is that in terms of air circulation? Because you think about it like. It's all recirculated air, especially in those interior cabins. It's like being not exactly like being on an airplane, but it's a lot closer. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I think more people get sick from the air flights that they take to get to cruises and they actually get sick on the cruises. But it, it do, does beg the question. There are confirmed cases in Utah of coronavirus. But now. we did notice that there are lots of people that don't wash their hands on cruises. Oh my god. Yeah. No shit, dude. That was crazy. Like the first couple days they have staff that force and like go wash your hands. Go wash your hands. No, they force you to use the hand sanitizer as you walk into the restaurants. No, that there were the there were the actual washing, uh, stations. washing stations at the buffet. Oh, they were telling right. people to wash their hands that's at. Right. I forgot about that. And and they were pr- but like by the second like later in the second day of the cruise, they weren't there to be seen. Like they weren't telling anyone to wash their hands. And like, boy, people did not wash their hands. <laughs> so I, 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 I get it. I'm a little wary. I don't know if that is the right way to do it, but what a perfect experiment for science to be able to track 
the progress of this virus where you have um, basically 2,500-ish civilians and a 1,000 or so crew members trapped in a box. So she's actually in a hospital in Japan. Uh-huh. Right. So, so she's she's still quarantined in Japan for two weeks because she actually has symptoms, but or not symptoms the, the virus. The virus she tested positive. He did not, so he got shipped back to the states. So along with two hundred other, I think it was two hundred other passengers, roughly from the U.S. The U.S. finally stepped in and said, "Okay, four four hundred four hundred." So the U.S. stepped in and said, "Hey, we have citizens in Japan being essentially held prisoner on this quarantine ship, like." For good reason, like the U.S. government isn't like, yeah, let's just fucking let them go. But they're like, let's get them home. Let's get them out of this like flotilla that's a prison and at least put them in like some kind of decent conditions. So they flew them back on military cargo planes uh, just yesterday and in, into today. And now they're going to be quarantined on U.S. soil, at least at, at military bases. Um, so but the virus is already spreading like there are confirmed virus cases in, in Utah. Yeah, there's people in Paris. The first European one. Um, there's you know people all over Asia, obviously now with confirmed cases. So we'll see. Uh, I've been watching the show Pandemic, <laughs> and I gotta tell you, it Pandemic make, and Lucifer doesn't make me feel good about the coronavirus spread. So yeah, I, I watch Pandemic and then I watch Lucifer. Well, it's not the coronavirus anymore. It's con convict something. 19, uh, because all, like any, almost all the flus are rooted with coronavirus. There, yeah, there's a bunch of several, there's several coronaviruses. And so now it's like, it's something 19, com, convict 19, convict 19. Well, that's why, like, you see, like, H1N1, H, H1N2, the H and the N actually denote the severity of certain symptoms in naming of the viruses. If you watch Pandemic, they go through some of that. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm scared of dying. So we were going to have a, not really, um, we were going to have a guest, um, and that guest bailed for babysitter reasons. Um, she should just do what... She'll be bad. She should just do what my parents do. Her kid's old enough. Just, just leave them home. I don't know how old her kids are. Her kids are little. <laughs> okay, how old? How old's little? Like seven? Um, like her youngest is like four. But how old is her oldest? Um, I don't know how old her girl is. Eight, maybe? That's plenty old. I was left home alone before that. COVID-19. I'll, I'll, I'll let her know. <laughs> it's called COVID-19. COVID-19. I'll be like, Chris says you should just leave them at home. I'm just saying, the eight-year-old <laughs> is more than capable of watching the other children. <laughs> I mean, it's... I got left that way at seven, so... <laughs> I turned out okay. Look at my brother, though. I mean, yeah, you're the one watching your brother, and he's all screwed up now. <laughs> uh, okay, so instead, what we're going to talk about, we are in the middle of the legislative session. Uh, the 45-day-long session ends sometime at the end of February, I think. It should end right around Lent. Um, so we're going to spend some time talking about what's going on up on the Hill. Um, so one of the things, so actually this, when I, when I read this, I was like, oh yeah, I really liked that place. It's a sad oh, thing that it's gone. Bad. So Cafe An Hong, uh, was one of my favorite places in the Valley to get dim sum. They had really, really good dim sum, but, uh, their location, which is at a strip mall in 14th South and state roughly, uh, their rent basically more than doubled overnight. 
So their lease went from thirty six hundred to eight thousand oh, dollars, eight grand a month. Now, like yeah. a normal rate increase of a couple hundred a year, which is normal, is usually something you can absorb as a business. It's usually about five to ten percent. Yeah, and that's normal. You can absorb that as as you just raise your prices, a little right? Bit. And he and he mentions that he's like it's steadily increased over the years, but. So it's like I was telling Jess, the reason this article showed up, though, is there's a few pieces of legislation up on the Hill. I think there's three bills right now uh, up on the Hill that are uh, targeting rent control, um, both for businesses and for residents um, because of situations just like this. Because you take a thriving business that has been in year, business for years. They have been in business. I ate there 15 years ago. And they've been successful and able to keep their doors open and, and, you know, make a living doing this. And now they have to shut their doors because the owner can get someone new that will pay that lease. Well, in theory, right now that place is still for lease. So I kind of hope it goes vacant for like two years just to fuck well, the owner of the property. Well, a lot of people made those comments on the story online was like, well, what about all of the empty buildings that are sitting up and down State Street? Like, But that's the thing. So for a place like this, which is a restaurant, the build-out of another space for a restaurant is incredibly expensive. It takes a lot yeah, of capital. Yeah, there are special fire codes mm-hmm. I have to meet, bringing in the kitchen, making it operable for seating and Even all if they take over another pre-existing restaurant location, they, they still, still have, have to, to go through all of that, and they have to retrofit stuff, yep. and they have to update. And, and that's a massive cost to a business that otherwise was doing just fine. So Well, and the cafe is not the only one that, is experiencing this Ken Sanders who has been in Salt Lake. Yeah. He probably won't be able to stay in that since spot. Since the beginning of, no, it's he's, done. He's out. Yeah. He's, he's still done. looking for something, but. So his spot, his half acre corner on second east and third south. Which was an iconic location. Yeah. And it's not because his business couldn't keep his doors open normally. It's because his rent just went up through the roof. And I'm sure this strip mall I'm sure they're going to do this to all their tenants. It's probably going to sit vacant because those rents are unreasonable and they're probably going to sell the property and redo it. Mm-hmm. That's my guess as to what will happen because that's how property raise it just specifically to get people to leave. Yeah, basically they go, okay, well now the rent is eight grand a month to lease this space and there's other spaces that are cheaper nearby that people will lease over them. And that's definitely in an effort to redevelop the area. Because it is an older building. Like, if you ever drive by it, it looks like a pile of shit. The strip mall or Ken Sanders? The strip mall. Yeah. No, Ken Sanders is... uh they can, a cool building. They can also probably get much higher dollar clientele in there. Um, so some of the other... I don't know who did the bigamy bill and the porn bill, but you guys can talk about those. <laughs> I did them. So you can talk about them, Bree. Because I can have a chance to read them all. Well, apparently we're, we're lessening the, the, what do you call it? Okay. Infraction for bigamy and all of the polygamists are all on board for that. So that's passed. But the reason that they're doing it is to bring out the shady, shitty people that are practicing right. polygamy. So, so they're just saying, if you guys are consenting adults, uh, whatever, so that do whatever passed, you want. That passed the Senate and is now right. going up to the house. Correct. Correct. And then on the porn one, <laughs> they passed a, they passed a lot. Oh, it didn't print the little thingy that they have to print, but basically, um, 
they have to print this big long thing that (laughs) that says it's going to be printed in like 27 point type. No. Um, but, but basically it's like warning your kids might, um, might have some issues with porn. And so they, everybody has to have it printed on. So wouldn't this, wouldn't this just be like the label that they put on music when they, when they went to the Congress and they had to make sure to, or put in like, you know, uh, the ratings for the, for Motion Picture Association. So yeah, it says, similar. exposing minors to pornography is known in the state of Utah to cause negative no. behavior, yeah. low self-esteem, and improper objectification of and sexual violence towards others, among numerous other harms. Yeah, and it's actually long, a little bit longer than that. It's known in the state of Utah. Nowhere else. Just in the state mm-hmm. of Utah. Well, <laughs> it's actually similar to... <laughs> It says California has a similar. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's so similar to California alerts where there's potential toxins. So like, think of like when you buy a package of cigarettes, how on the side, the whole side of the package is like the Surgeon General's warning. Um, that's basically got to be on the front of pornography stuff. Now. Okay. It says exposing minors to pornography is known to the state of Utah to cause negative impacts to brain development, emotional development, and the ability to maintain intimate relationships. Such exposure may lead to harmful and addictive sexual behavior, low self-esteem, and the improper object objectification of and sexual violence towards others, among numerous other harms. This is what happens, friends, when your number one health concern in a state is porn. Yeah. Let alone all the other real problems. When we has have. porn actually hurt someone? I want to know. I want like statistics. So when I was younger, um, <laughs> when you were a young warthog, when, when I was a young lad, uh, <laughs> if you masturbate several times in an afternoon, to go porn, blind. No, but you can cause chafage if you don't properly <laughs> lubricate. Chafing. Okay, but that's not porn's fault. That's I, your fault. You're I, just an no, idiot. Porno caused. Chaffage. says no, other it says other harms on there. No, this warning is perfect for that. Has <laughs> been known to cause chafing in the state of Utah. But basically what this is saying is if Um if, also Utah's like one of the highest porn searches. Like yeah. ever, well, this so. is so dumb. This is an attempt to draw this is an attempt to draw a line. This is an attempt to draw a line at the highest possible point where it is the most difficult to prove. But if you can prove it, it has real consequences, the, real enforcement. Well the best thing here, I think it will make it different. It's like Putting a warning label on alcohol that it can be harmful to the health of a minor. You think fucking 16-year-olds don't know that they're killing brain cells when they drink booze? They fucking know. Well, some do, and they just don't care. Some don't, but like that's it's not going to stop them. No. It's not, just like just like the Surgeon General's warning on a pack of cigarettes doesn't stop people from smoking cigarettes. By the that's way, folks, it passed 60 to 12. Yeah, which means complete party lines. <sighs> The 60 Republicans and the 12 Democrats. Yeah, that's what that is. That's complete party line vote, basically. Um, that passed the Senate, right? Yes. So, again, goes to... No, oh, that wait, was no, the it's House. the House, because so, 72 in the House. Yeah, then it goes to the Senate. So there's 70, 75, 76 And it'll probably the fucking pass the Senate, and it becomes like a an extra thing that pornography companies have to do. And what are they doing about internet pornography? Are they making them put that on there? That would be easy just to slap it on the front of a page uh, at the bottom. That'd be really difficult. Yeah, to and you know that the kids are going to the to the no, porn no, web pages. They're scrolling to the bottom for the warnings. <laughs> but no. there's not there's not a lot of porn no, that's sold I'm in just the state being, of Utah like media wise anymore. This is this is pointless. This is a waste of their time. This is something that they're actually debating on other things that they'll debate at the last minute of the session things at like that are important. Ten there's lots of there's lots of pointless ones if you look well, through that website that Chris posted, which yeah. was 
awesome, by and the way. We'll talk about that too. Um, but like this, like, okay, this is also archaic in a sense, right? Because how much porn is consumed via physical media, either like a magazine or a video? It's all consumed that way, don't you know? It's, Remember? That's why I just got so many magazines and socks. I it's get consumed any, on my way. phone. <laughs> Not really, because that's a small screen. It's consumed, but... <laughs> small but screens are sufficient. You better believe that 13-year-old boys that have fucking cell phones with and internet girls. connectivity, because guess what mom doesn't watch on their cell phone? Their internet history. And guess what they're going to? And it's, you're right. And girls, girls watch porn as well. It's not just put boys there. Thank you. The statement was very careful not to, to <laughs> say it was just boys. But you know, that's what the legislative body was thinking. Sure. But what does creating this warning do on fucking physical media? Nothing. No. Because no one buys that. It's a waste of ink. Oh God. The, the, the warning's visible, but the titties on the front of the Playboy magazine are visible. It's over the front of them. <laughs> <laughs> or, or no, what, what's the, well, like, like glamour or, uh, Cosmo. Cosmo or in the grocery Fair. store. Are they going to have to put this on, like, Cosmo in the grocery store? Or, like, just put a, uh, like a label maker thing on well, top of the watching, black thing that's I've on? been watching Little House on the Prairie lately and they just get the catalog and look at the women's corsets. So. Yeah, that was the Victoria's Secret catalog when Jeremy and I were kids. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. yep. You got a hold of that Dude, it, if you have a fetish, almost anything can be porn. It's true. I do like looking at feet. What? Do you watch, <laughs> do you watch my feet are killing me? No. Oh my god. No. I've seen previews for that it show. Is cr- I like never it's, watch it. it's, it's it gross. pushes my. We limits. watched like an episode, and I watched them pull out an ingrown toenail from this dude that was like three inches long, and I'm like, how? Were you walking? They they don't. They like hobble along, make make do. I don't watch my my old roommate rip one off because she was a marathon runner. <laughs> she made me be in the bathroom. <laughs> I thought I was gonna die. Have you seen fucking ballerina feet? <laughs> yeah, oh. actually, they had one last week. Ooh. Yep, and that's just the and they had it completely her. straighten her bones and her feet. Ooh. It was bonkers. God, they're so bad. My toe is just recovering from kicking the bag and getting a bruise. There's on like half power my tools that they use. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's insane, <laughs> and it totally like messes up your feet forever okay i'm gonna write foot fetish as a show note now because <laughs> that oh, went, SEO. <laughs> we got really we got really deep into feet there for a second <laughs> trying to talk about yeah but i don't think that uh people who wa- who do like feet fetish look at the pu- pussy feet for their porn uh, i don't there's know it's a fetish for everything you guys want to pull up Pornhub and see if there's like pussy? go ahead you do we'll do fi- that right if there if i that type in right if there, i type in pussy right if i type in pussy feet in a porn hub, what do you think I'm gonna get? Exactly as that. No, no, no. Somebody licking the pussy I'm, foot. I'm, I'm pretty sure pussy is not what I'm going to find when I'm I type sure in pussy not. feet. Just saying. That's true. I might see a foot going up a vagina. That's true. You should That's probably fact, just actually. put pus feet. I'm gonna write that in the show note. Pus. <laughs> How do you spell pussy? The same, same way. way. You spell pussy. It's not I E. No. I'm gonna just put pus foot. Pus foot. Because <laughs> I'm very. I don't want to write pussy like foot. Like puss and boots. Yeah, like a puss foot, like a like cat foot. That's what I mean. <laughs> meow meow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and guess what? Puss is short for pussy. <laughs> yeah, but but when Apple looks at my show notes and sees pus foot, they're not gonna think. No, and you are correct, but my point is, is you were trying to say like, oh, look, pus feet, that's, that's kitty, yeah, it's, we, it's short for pussy, look, like we're, pussy cat. we are earning the fucking explicit rating that we give ourselves tonight, okay? <laughs> Do I have to put not, definitely not suitable for Just because we're saying pussy? No, we're saying pus foot. 
Okay, but I have said pussy several times. I said vagina. That's bad language. That's not bad language. That's an atomical, atomically correct. It's like saying penis. Yeah. Pus, pus penis. <laughs> oh, pussy penis. Probably got to go to a doctor for that. <laughs> yeah, but if you put pussy penis, you're not going to get anything bad. Like, it's not going to be anything infected. Hey, Google. So it might. Really downhill. Really? <laughs> just start in on the Hey Google. Well, at least we're Siri. back to more pure porn <laughs> rather than feet. Hey Siri, pussy foot. No. At least none of us have iPhones here. Oh my god! I was listening to a fucking podcast today, and they they did they did the like Alexa play whatever because they were mm-hmm. talking about how their podcast was playable on Alexa. And they're like, oh, and then there's the Google thing. Hey, Google, my fucking phone stopped playing the podcast so it could hear me say something. And then it <laughs> went back to playing the podcast. And then it said, hey, Google, because it, the podcast like goes backwards a few seconds. <laughs> and it did that three times before I had to fucking pick up the phone, cover the microphone so it couldn't pick itself up. My phone's not listening up. to you right now. But yet it listens to my radio and it turns on all the time. Like, are you- I, I mean, I get what these people are trying to do. Like they, there's a part of them that does want your phone or whatever to turn on, but do they realize that the havoc that they cause that people get really upset about? I almost got in a car accident trying to fix it. I mean, it was just not really. <laughs> it wouldn't but. surprise me. Uh, okay, so back to the back to the uh, the porn um, the the porn enabled state legislature. Uh, they can't look at porn at the state uh, capital. What though, if they pa- sure what if they blocked. pass this and then they just stop talking about it from now on? Like, that would this be is fucking glorious. Bill. I would totally. Then I could be totally happy tolerate that. I would get behind. I was looking at a silver lining, guys. Um, found it. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to talk about this really cool site for tracking legislation. There's there's always the state site. But I found an article that Fox put out. Um, Our uh, ben Winslow, yeah, by ben, the ben, way. Yeah, Ben who... Winslow, a badass, uh, wrote yeah. this. Um, and uh, so I like how he starts out. <laughs> Congratulations. If you're reading this, you expressed an interest in the Utah State Legislature. <laughs> <laughs> so some of this is incorrect. He's like, with a, more than a thousand bills already requested. Well, that's probably true, actually. And billions of, of dollars at stake in a 45-day session, it can be an intimidating process. So Fox 13... Yeah, so this asked, was written at the end of January, yeah. so it was right as it was starting. Fox 13 asked, lawmakers, lobbyists, and citizen activists how best to get involved. They do talk to stupid Gal Razika for like half this article. But uh, th- I'm not going to go into tons of detail, but basically... Uh, they talk about different ways that you can get involved in the legislative session. One of the things, they, as they talk to some of these legislature, legislators, legislatures, the rest of this episode, Bree's going to correct me. I'm going to get mad. Um, I'm not going to say it right. So just understand <laughs> that I'm thinking it right, even though I'm saying it wrong. We know no, you're not. We you're know not you even, by now, Chris. You're not okay. even thinking it right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, so some of the some of the members of the Utah State House and Senate have said, uh, if you that's why I say attorney now and not lawyer, because I just call them liars all the time. Um, but they 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 have said, look, if one of my constituents emails me and it's like un, like a thought out email, not some form letter, not some ranting long comment on a message board, but actually takes the time to write a message to me about a bill that goes to the top of my list of things to read and to respond to. Because believe it or not, citizens don't do that often. 
Like it, it, when we talk about getting involved and knowing who your representatives are, mm. it's a big deal. If you if you find a bill that's important to you, you need to reach out to your representatives, your senators and and your congressional representatives in the state legislative body, because they'll actually read your stuff. They'll respond to it. And if they have enough of their constituents, tell them and it might be five that say, hey, this is a big deal to me. They tally all of that stuff. Now, if you're just sending form letters, they're not really going to read them because they've probably seen the same letter before. Well, they probably don't read them, but they do a tally. So if they see, like if somebody's done a form letter and it's like regarding some certain bill and the way, the way you feel about it, then when they see those come through, they do tally They're little them. tallies. Nope. And sometimes- the Senate Majority Leader says form letters don't work. Long rambling posts don't work. Yeah, but... They you still, should be concise. They they still do tally they just, them in a sense right. because they go, okay, 15 people sent me this form letter. Obviously, they care. But the one person that sends them a thought-out response that says, this is why I'm concerned about this thing right. that's not a form letter, they actually read, no, actually take into consideration because they don't read the form letter. That's why it doesn't matter. Because even though they tick it and they go, yeah, you're for this bill. No, you're against this bill. If you say, hey... Look, I have a problem with this porn label. Here's why. I think it's a waste of state money. I think that porn is not consumed in a physical medium anymore. So you're asking producers of pornography to add this label to their already failing print publications. But the people that are making all the money and are actually creating the porn epidemic in the state are not tied to this. Companies like Pornhub which you can't enforce this kind of thing on, uh, aren't subject to this, you're just wasting taxpayer dollars by passing this legislation. And you're hurting small business because <laughs> now the businesses that maybe carry these magazines can no longer carry them because they're not going to be shipped here because they don't have that label on them. Doesn't mean that miners access the point. They're going to take that and go, hey, maybe they're right. Maybe we shouldn't vote for this because it is a waste of taxpayer money to create archaic labeling. Spend time and effort on more important things. Yeah, so that's, and that's just an example of, of a way that you could word something that would that would make a difference. But all that, and you can go up to the legislative sessions. Mm-hmm. You can sit in on committee hearings. You can sit on the legislative body. They have a gallery. You can't talk while they're there. You could potentially be a witness. You When they have committee hearings... You can talk in those committee hearings sometimes. You, you're able to say, hey, and, and you reach out to your representative and you say, hey, I want to talk about this. I'm an expert or I know about this because of X, Y, and Z. And there's a good chance you get to talk in front of that committee. Well, a lot of times we talk about uh, town halls like we joke about like Nia Love or, or Mike Lee. Who, by the way, is doing a town hall at 1030 in the morning on a Tuesday, by the way. Yeah. Dumb. But these local legislators are holding town halls so you can go and have these conversations with them. Every Saturday during the legislative session, they're holding town halls somewhere. Yeah, so locally. which is super awesome. At least the ones up in northern Utah. The southern Utah ones have a little bit more difficult time because they don't often go back on the weekends. Um, so anyway, there's and it's all that's all free, by the way. Doing all of that costs you no money. Well, we've been talking to, like, in events, there's a lot of organizations that you can go sit on a Saturday and get an update of everything that's going on. Or they'll have luncheons through the week up on the Capitol and just make, you know, making sure that you're educated about the bills that are going through. Yeah. So get involved. And, and I would encourage you, go to Fox 13 web, website, read the full article. It's really informative. Um, there's a lot more stuff in there, but those are kind of the big highlights, I think. Ben Winslow did a really good job. 
Um, but I want to talk to you about how to follow legislation. <laughs> so you can do what, what we also all do. follow him on social media because he's tracking everything. You can do what we do. So that's one way you can get on like Twitter, uh, especially and follow like Ben Winslow or other various folks that are in the know. You can also do what we do, which is just search, like read KSL and Fox 13 and Salt Lake Tribune and just look the, the stuff that's hotly debated or the big change stuff is always visible there. Almost never does the super controversial stuff slip through. Um, and, and the news media picks it up because it's controversial. You're going to hear about it. Um, so like with the tax bill, you know, the special session and the tax bill and them trying to pass the crazy tax bill at the end of last year's session like that, that kind of stuff is, is um, picked up by the news media because it's sensational in a sense. Um, and that's one time where the sensationalism matters because then people get informed very quickly of the crazy bullshit that they're trying to do up on the hill. Well, it's true. And then like the website that you're going to talk about, then it helps people go and look and see what else is happening. Cause if they're like, Oh, well, if they're trying to pass this and what else are they trying to pass? Yeah. So the first website I'm going to tell you about, uh, is actually, um, it's just the, the Utah state legislature site. Um, so it's just L E dot Utah dot gov. Um, I would encourage you to go there. Uh, there's tons of information there. Um, but L E dot Utah dot gov, um, you can actually go see every bill. You can see when the sessions are. You can see what's being worked on. You can see who your legislative representatives are. On that, on L E dot utah.gov you can also see fis- fiscal impacts mm-hmm. um, you can see where they're going through committees where they may be getting stalled um, and a lot of times you can even listen to some of the stuff some of it gets recorded almost can, all of the committees do yeah and so you can listen to the debates that happened and contact your legislator if what you hear contradicts something that you know um that's a good time to reach out to them and say, Hey, I was listening to you debate. And one of the facts that you were stating isn't really true or it's skewed somehow or something like that. Um, it's, it's a great resource. There's links everywhere. Like you could dive down into that website, into a bill and, and get lost for a long time if you're really, really interested in a certain subject. So go to it and, t- and take a look. Yeah. And, and like you can go there and just click bills. That'll take you to all the current bills. Um, and there's a bunch of quick links on the left. Um, one of them is like past bills. You can see bills in committees. A lot of times stuff dies in committee because the committee doesn't let it out or doesn't want to send it up to the general session. Um, but you can see past bills. Um, that's a really good way to see what has passed and what you should be expecting to come. Um, but now that we've told you about that site, um, there's another really cool site out there, site out there called, uh, Legiscan. So L-E-G-I-S-C-A-N dot com forward slash UT for Utah. Uh, and this is a site that actually takes basically all of that data from the state legislative sites. Um, so they do it for every legislative body in the country. Yeah. You can search by state. Um, but Utah specifically is just slash UT. Um, and what you're going to do is see like active bills, um, stuff that's trending. You'll see top sponsors, top Utah committees. So by top sponsors, that's who's presenting the most bills. So right now, Todd Weiler's in the lead of the Senate with 27 bills sponsored. Um, Curtis Bramble was this morning. So oh, this man. is real Wade time. Wade Harper needs to step up his I game. He's I better text 20. him. So I don't think Todd <laughs> Weiler's going to let anyone beat him. Uh, usually, usually Harper has the most. But uh, Steve... Uh, Eliason in um, the House has the most right now. 
uh, tied with Craig Hall. Um, and you've got Lee Perry, uh, Stephen Handy, and Andrew Stoddard. But they're they're like a solid ten bills behind Todd Weiler. Yeah. So, um, I I like this because it had the it also has the most viewed bills and the most monitored bills. Yeah. So one of the things you can do on le.utah.gov is if you see a bill that you're interested in and you want to kind of follow and you want to track the changes and its status, you can actually monitor the bill. It'll send you updates. Uh, and so. That's one of the things that they track here is how many bills are monitored by people, um, how many people are clicking on bill text. Um, and then you can actually see stats uh, at the very bottom of, of the years. So last year's general session saw 844 bills introduced into the body. 538 were completed. Uh, right now we have 555 introduced. Only one is completed, uh, meaning it's gone through and been signed off and everything. That's going to change dramatically over the next two weeks. Yeah. Did you have something, Bree? I was just going to say, it hasn't been signed off. The governor hasn't signed anything yet, has yeah. he? Yeah, this one he has. That's oh, why okay. it's marked completed. So there is one that the governor, governor has signed, um, which is a, a tax code repeal, basically, because of the referendum, I think. Right. Um, the tax restructuring revisions repeal. Uh, that had to happen because of, of the citizens' um, initiatives. A revolt. So, hmm. Well, basically, it means the tax bill has to go to a vote for the citizens. It has to show up on the election ballots now. Um, which also means that they couldn't pass what they wanted in the first part of the year. So, so it's cool. Once you click on whether you want to look at the House or the Senate bills, um, it gives you the option to look at the ones that are introduced, the ones that are engrossed, the ones that are enrolled, and the ones that are passed, which I, was one of my favorite features. Yeah, you this. can actually see the different stages mm-hmm. that they've they've been into. Um, what I really like is if you click on an individual bill, so like if you look at the most, most um, viewed Utah bills, uh, educational amendments is the very top one. So, uh, H, uh, House Joint Resolution 5, uh, 005HJR005, um, that is an amendment to the Utah Constitution, um, that basically is stripping some of our weird constitutional provisions for educational spending out. So, like a percentage of, um, income tax going to educational, uh, or not income tax, but uh, property tax and stuff like that. So they're actually trying to change a lot of that tax law. Well, that's constitutional. And so one of the things that happens is if that stuff passes, then it has to go onto the ballot for the citizens to decide during the election year if that's okay to change the constitution. Um, anyway, so once you click on a bill like that, though, then you get to see some cool stuff. So you get to see um, history. So you can see when the bill was numbered and, and put together. So this bill started in December uh, on the 30th. And who put it together? Yeah, you can see who kind of who created it. You can see who's sponsoring it. Um, and you can see its current status. So right now it's pinning the House Rules Committee. You can see what the latest bill text is, but you can see that whole history. So you can see when it was received, if there was a reading, uh, if there's been votes on it in committee, if there's been additional sessions, things like that are all visible. Uh, there's also a lot of comments sometimes on some of them. Um, I like the most monitored stuff. So like there's an insulin access amendment. That one is the one that I'm most closely watching, having a family with lots of diabetics in. Um, there are a few other states that have already implemented this into um, their laws, that there is a cap on insulin cost. And... Um, That's things like you can... A pharmacist can fill an expired prescription for insulin and... Insulin can't be over a certain dollar value, right, and right. because the cost and of also insulin a, is skyrocketed. Co- and also, um, there's like a copay amendment as well, both to that and regular prescription 
medicine to put a cap. So I think those ones are probably some of the very important ones to watch. Yeah, I think those those are likely to pass too. But there's oh, that'd be so awesome. Like we talked about with the the rent control, there's there's some uh, amendments sitting there to try and do some uh, some. Um, Affordable housing. Affordable housing stuff, yeah. Uh, there's obviously some, like, uh, youth e-cigarette, marijuana, and drug prevention stuff. There's um, e-cigarettes in schools, which, by the way, e-cigarettes are illegal if you're under 21, just saying. <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of amendments um, this time around to, to other bills. Um, my good buddy, Mr. Uh, Senator Wayne Harper and uh, Senator Ward are trying to push through again the daylight savings. Uh-huh. And it's already gone through. Um, I think it's on its third um, That'd be so fucking awesome. It's, it's looking pretty close to passing, so um, it'll be interesting to see what happens the, with that. It wouldn't go into effect until the following. The following. Yep. So House Joint Resolution uh, 007 is the joint resolution to ratify For James uh, Bond. ERA. Yep. Yes. Uh, to ratify ERA, I believe. James um, Bond to be a lady. <laughs> so it's uh, gone through its first reading in the House. Um, I think it's still sitting in the committee, the Rules Committee right now, but this is to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment. That will uh, be interesting to see what happens, especially how hard the churches fought not to have that happen. Yeah, why should women be equal? Right. In the eyes of everyone. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's just a cool site. I, I don't think we're going to spend in past years. We've talked about a lot of bills. Uh, I think we've gone and covered some of that now. And we'll definitely do a legislative review once the session's over. I will have Daisy um, Thomas on next week, who was head of the Democratic chair um, for a while. And she'll be on to talk with us. Um, she spends a lot of time up on Capitol Hill. She'll have a, a greater in-depth some good insight. And we, insight, yeah. And if you're curious you. <laughs> on how some of that stuff works, too, you can check out our episode with uh, Jim DeBacchus, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a really good episode. Um, the, the, he talked quite he a bit. He was the one that talked about how the, wasn't he the one that talked about how issues are put onto um, a board and everything is kind of, and the importance. Yeah, I think so. so. Okay. Yeah. I was like, somebody talked about that on our show. Yeah, I think that was Jim. Um, so anyway, uh, just a really cool site. It's one really good way to be at least informed, if not involved. Um, but if you see stuff, uh, there, definitely let your, let your representatives know, cause that's the, the best way to go about things. So, uh, next week is also going to be our, uh, famous Utah, uh, our, our second Woo-hoo. famous Utah of the year. Second installment. Um, will be somewhat related to the political process, I think. Mm. Um, you so. Know. You don't I do just know. think you know. So um, look forward to that. Uh, some some famous folks from the state of Utah get some airtime. Um, I don't know if I have anything else. Yeah. What about you guys? You guys go have? buy Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> no. Yes. Go. Go- I don't ever buy DVDs. I'm going to go buy that movie. I you know we have slowed down our DVD purchasing. Uh, I always watch the same movies. But we yeah so we watch a lot of the same movies. They're superhero movies and Star Wars. It's <laughs> so like if you go look at our Blu-ray collection, it's like I'm like better off dead in sixty cameras. <laughs> <laughs> but now that you have Disney Plus, I don't have Disney. Plus. I'll still buy the Blu-rays because who knows how long that's going to last. I don't even have Disney a Blu-ray player. Under. Disney's going to go under. So. <laughs> you know, I'm I am staying right next to Disney World uh, in a few weeks when I when I go to to the conference in Orlando. Orlando. 
and I have no desire to. I was like, what? What should I do? Like, maybe I'll have time one night to to go do something in Orlando. And I'm like, mm, I don't really want to. It's theme parks, and it's not worth the price of admission for a few hours. It's true to any of them. Like the events doing a uh, like a Universal Studios yeah. night, but it's like eighty bucks for like four hours in Universal Studios. They do have all of Diagon Alley. I know. Uh, reserved all of Harry Potter World Diagon. You can Alley. get a wand. Their Harry Potter World is better than the California one. Yeah, I. So I was tempted to do that, but. I don't really know if I want to pay 85 bucks to go hang out at Universal. I've been to Universal Studios. The you could take sucked. your wand and it would work there, too. Sure. Should I just carry it around the convention? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. A ridiculous thing. Don't even suggest that. It's Voldemort's. It's already been suggested. It's out in the universe. If you like what you hear, uh, I'm pretty impressed, honestly. <laughs> or maybe I'm saddened a this little bit. very informative. It was. It was. Episode. Um, but... Leave us a comment, um, write a review, or share the episode. Those are the things that, that help us the most. Um, you can follow us on Facebook and, at the New Utah Podcast, uh, on Twitter and Instagram at TNU Podcast, or go to our website, thenewutah.com. It's a really good site. It's not just reposts of our episodes, I promise. Uh, there's a lot more that goes into that site. Um, a lot of people we get a lot of traffic on that site. I, I hope that most of that traffic converts to listeners, um, but I think we get a lot of organic traffic that has nothing to do with our listener base. So uh, hopefully they can handle it's all organic. Hopefully they can they can handle um, you know what we talk about on the air, um, and hopefully they can handle what we're putting down. Hopefully you guys will all go Google, Google Puss Foot Fetish. <laughs> Puss Foot Fetish. I'm no. sorry. <laughs>